Hello, and welcome to How to Ruin Your Own Reputation, the show where I talk to people who are living lives that some people don't quite understand, and they're often judged or stigmatized or criticized. And I think a lot of the judgment comes from fear, which comes from ignorance. And the only way we're going to learn is if we listen to people whose life experiences are different than ours. My guest today found herself in a situation that a lot of us do. She was in her, well, 50s, let's say, turning 50, around 50, and single again, and in the dating world. And there are assumptions about women of a certain age being in the dating world. And the assumption is that we are looking for our next big love, our next soulmate. And that's the case for some, but not for all, and certainly not for Sherry Cohen. She wanted to do things completely differently. She wasn't looking for her next person. She was looking for herself. She wanted to have fun and figure out what she wants and what she likes. And basically, as we used to say, let her freak flag fly. And now she is encouraging other women to do the same thing. So we're just going to jump right in. Hello, Sherry, and thank you for being here today. Hello, Marcy, and thank you for having me today. This is a this is a real pleasure for me too. And it's funny because I also found myself I was in my late forties, single after a very very long time, and I also dated very differently than a lot of people. And what's funny is that I just for fun recently kind of Googled dating women dating in their forties, and there are rules. Like they actually say you should say this, like know exactly what you want and go into the date knowing what you want, or say too much overwhelm people and it's like what is that so first tell me was there any advice or expectation put on you when you first entered the dating scene again so um so yes and no i mean maybe i should sort of step back and say and maybe just sort of bring everyone up to speed in terms of you know what was the landscape for me in my life like because i think that's really key too so I was on the cusp of turning 51 and I was days away from uh, moving out of my matrimonial home and uh, going out on my own. Um, so about to turn 51 with a just turned six-year-old, which is a juxtaposition that most women who are older have older children or younger women with younger children. Um, and I had technically been um, single since just before the pandemic, but the the pandemic threw a wrench in plans. And so I'm single again, and I will tell you, I had no idea how different the dating landscape or even the, the, the relationship landscape looked like. And so, um, yeah, in short order, I needed to not. So in terms of, you know, if we come full circle back to your original question around were there rules? I think there were implicit rules more than anything else. And, you know, there was the age old, you have to wait, you can't jump into things. Um, you have to be clear on what you want. Um, you need to not, I mean, there's a game to be played. There's a dance to be done. Um, and you have to be serious. And I would say that I throw, I disavow all of that. And I throw it all on its head. Because you don't have to be serious. You can look for fun. You can be open-minded and completely unclear of what it is you are looking for. Um, and you can just go. And you can let it unfold organically. 
and you are also allowed to change your mind. You can you can want one thing on day one and a different thing on day two, and by day three, be sick of it, and day four, think, yeah, we're going to start this all over again, and on day five, you hit the reset button, and then on day six, you decide, ah, I'm done with this again. I mean, you're allowed to be crazy like well, that. Well, I think what's funny, too, and, and you life. said you're supposed to know exactly what you want, but no, you're not, especially not when you first come out of a relationship and you're single for the first time. You don't really know a lot of us don't really know what we want. And and that's the fun part of it. I think that I had trouble dating, well, not trouble dating, I dated a lot, but my issue was that I would go into a dating situation never thinking, oh, I wonder if they're going to be the one ever. I never thought. I was just, I'm going to meet somebody new. And that was fun for me. You know, you're going to hear someone's story. You're going to spend some time with someone new. Maybe I'll like them and they'll like me and we'll want to see each other again. Maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's a friendship with benefits. Maybe it's a one night stand. I don't know. But you go into it with an open mind and then there's no being disappointed. I think what I was hearing when you were talking too, it's a lot of these kind of rules are almost like in order for the other person to like you, you should behave this way. And why is it about what the other person likes? Why isn't it about what I Yeah who I am. You, if you don't like it, you're not for me. Yeah. So, I, I mean, in fairness, um, you've touched on a lot of really great things, but in fairness, I had a sense of what I was looking for, or maybe more, more specifically, I had a, I had a list of what I would, would not go anywhere yes. near. So if we back up the truck even further, oh my God. So I was, you know, I was married once and divorced with no children. Uh, to a man who was 15 years older than I was. And then I spent four glorious years in my 30s single. So I call that single 1.0 and this <laughs> single 2.0. And um, then I settled down. So I didn't get married, but we were common law and we I did have children. And so um, the reality for me was that coming out of this relationship, I thought, you know, again, going back to what are people going to think? There was a huge stigma for me in my brain that I was a woman in her 50s with a small child who had two black strikes beside her name. And oh my God, what were people going to think? And then part and parcel was the, of that was, how do I make sure that I date men who aren't like the men that I've mm. hooked up with before, who clearly haven't been my guys, right? And so that exercise yielded this very interesting outcome for me was in the sense that I could be whoever the hell I wanted to be now. Essentially, I was hitting this great big reset button, but I had no interest in being fundamentally different from who I had been to date. I think I just had really great clarity. And, you know, am I opposed to settling down again? No, but we can talk further about that in terms of what a little it right. look like. Because I dare say it will not look anything like what relationships have looked like for me before. Got it. Well, I think what's what's interesting too is that again, the assumption with women, I'm gonna say in our 50s, because we're both in our 50s, is that we do kind of really want to settle down or that we should settle down. And I mean that not just in relationships, I just right. mean in our personalities, I mean in the way we conduct ourselves. Oh, and for it's so sure. funny because there's so many more women that I meet that I'm meeting now who are in our fifties. It's the opposite of that. Now is when we're feeling, yes, no, like now we know who we are. Now we know what we want. And now we're not afraid to get it. And, and we're not 
ashamed of going after the right. things that we want, even if it may be deemed inappropriate by some. I think I think there's a lot more fun in the the inappropriate stuff, you know. Um, so, uh, so t- yes, yeah, so oh I know, yes. I know we've spoken a little bit before and I know that your dating, as you said, looks different than it has in the past. So tell me, tell us about what your dating life looks like now and how different it was. I'm going to say to when you were single the sure. first time. Oh, it's fundamentally different than even that time too. So yes. So I think what I need to say first is that, um, I think as women in our 50s, both professionally in our careers, in our uh, personal lives, I think we get to, we've gotten to a point where we should be in the prime of our lives. And yet we are starting to feel very invisible, right? Invisible professionally, invisible personally. Um, you know, a lot of women lose their way because they've raised kids and now the kids are grown up and out of the house and their their purpose, their who am I? What do I do? Is is completely devoid or diminished. And so, you know, the the other thing for me that I think is common for a lot of women is I was always a skinny chick, right? Uh, Single 1.0, I was skinny. Um, I I never even thought about it. Um, And now, you know, the candid reality for me is that I'm not a skinny chick anymore. And so now, you know, you add all the things that I've already enunciated onto that list, you know, in our 50s with a small child, living in the largest body that I have ever occupied. And so I needed to, I also needed to be realistic with myself that, you know, maybe I'd put myself out there and this just would not be my time. And I'd have to retrench, lose weight, you know, um, shift my head on straight and um, behave. So in answer to your question, that is clearly not I mean, it couldn't be farther from the truth of what I am doing now. So the reality is, um, you know, I'm out there. I'm a live wire that is out there who is living her life. And so as a result of being true to myself now, in terms of how I'm dating, I am the happiest I have ever been in my life. But I'm going to go one step further and say, I'm happy for the very first Mm. time. So what did I do? So I got... I mean, I put a profile up, but I, I will be transparent about the fact that I've done some work um, during the pandemic, figuring out, you know, how would I, how would I package and sell this, this person? And what I'm going to say is this, I'm not package and selling it any other way than who I am. So you read my profile and it is, it is as um, loud and bold and honest and um, sexual and free and open-minded as I am in my life. And so there is really a question of no filters and there are photos that are unfiltered. I mean, I have a body shot in a bathing suit on my profile because from my perspective, I'm single and I'm in that large body and I don't want you to show up the very first time and think, Holy shit, what happened here? Because I hear that all the time. Don't use your photos from when you were 17 or 19 or 23. By the way, that that holds true for men too, by the way. How many times I've met men who are, you know, that that's their college photo. Uh, that's not what they look like right now. So so it's an unabashed, unapologetic profile that not only captures the essence of who I am, but basically says, like, you know this is what I'm looking for. And so I have things on my profile like um, uh, size queen diva, 
right? And if you don't, if you have to, if you have to reach out to me because you're intrigued by my profile, but you want to know what a size queen diva is, uh, I'm going to redirect you to the, to Google and the Urban Dictionary, right? Don't reach out to me for that. Um, and it, what you, what you get very clearly from my profile is that I have lived, I am clear in what I want, um, and I'm not going to help anyone work through their own bucket list at this stage in their life, right? And so um, there's there's a real freedom to my approach because I I am not anything different in my profile than what you get when you talk to me on the phone and when you meet me in person. Um, it, it, it's so consistent. It is a consistent message across the board and it is either for you or not. And I think it needs to be. Well, you know, you touched on something where I know that there are a lot of women, there are women who will stay in, in situations that aren't great because they are, they'll say, oh my God, I couldn't even imagine going back into the dating world. And I think because they are, maybe they're older and they, their bodies have changed and they feel like they, like they are competing with younger or they feel like they are competing with people that they can't compete with. And so I think it's really, I think what you're saying is really important that you are putting yourself out there as you are really comfortable with yourself. And I know I want to get to it because I know that it, it was, you know, one of the things that, um, that was really important about your story is that you have taken sort of a different sexual route than you were in yes. the past. So when you talked about, you said before that you're, even if you, if you do end up in, a, in another long-term relationship, it's going to look different than the ones in the past. I know that you explore non-traditional relationships. Uh, I, I know do. that you yes. you've shared with me that you're on website uh, dating apps that are non-traditional and maybe fetish related. And so yes. is that new for you or were you doing that before? Like this, the whole kind of non-traditional no. type of sexuality, were you always comfortable? free with your sexuality or has that changed? That's entirely um, consistent. So I discovered in my first marriage um, that I was bi and I wanted to explore it. And my, um, my ex-husband, that husband um, was very open to me doing so. Um, we, as a result of our relationship um, and the fact that I am very comfortable with my body as, as a nudist, um, we explored sort of the parallel track of open sexuality, um, a more free sexuality, but then also this notion of nudism, right? So, I mean, the, the crazy shit I was doing when I was married was off the charts then, right? And, and I, was, I was married early. I, in my view, I was married at 27 and, you know, it was not on my top 100 things to do before I turned 30. And, um, you know, my ex-husband and I, um, explored um, the swinging situation or the swinging life lifestyle. Plus, I'm bi at the time, and so that freedom. We were nude vows at a naked the world's largest uh, nude wedding. Um, so you know, it, it, it was it was. I pushed boundaries all the time, um, and I would say that I push boundaries across across my life. It's not limited to just mm -hmm. relationships or just sexuality, um, and then that when I then dated dating 1.0 
um, the world looked different, right? Sexuality and, and our, um, our, our own sexual evolution or revolution that we are, I would say, in the midst of right now um, had not happened there, right? So there was, date, there was online dating then and there was online dating now. But there, I mean, the anachronisms abound <laughs> now that did not exist then. I mean, I don't even think there was an LTR right. then as an anachronism. And now it is, you know, one of, I don't know how many hundreds, but there are so many of them. And so um, I just went back to dating in a more traditional way the first time, notwithstanding I'd lived a non-traditional sort of lifestyle. And then it was this time um, once I came out, once, once I, I um, moved out again, that I just sort of felt like, again, I, I can do whatever I want and I'm going to. And so for me, it's just really all about having a good time. As you said, meeting new people. Um, I am, I am, you know, I'm a sexual woman. I like a lot of sex and I'm not afraid to say that that's what I'm after. Um, and, you know, do I want to hang out with people? Do I want to go for drinks or dinner? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm, I'm really not interested in going out for dinner with you until I know if we're sexually compatible, because for me, why would I want to spend so much time with somebody who, um, who ultimately is not going to do what I need sexually? Because right now, this is not an exercise in finding new friends. And, 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 and I should say, you know, I, I am also approached um, by men who say right at the gate, like, I think you're going to be too wild for me, but I'd love to be your friend and get to know you. And I'm very candid, like, uh, you know, this is not Friendster. I mean, I'm aging myself when I say that, but, you know, there was this this app years ago where you could go online, I think it was pre-Facebook, and you could, I don't know, hook up and find new friends. I'm not looking <laughs> for new friends. I, I'm looking for, you know, people who can, um, who can please me and pleasure me sexually, and I can do, you know, similar to them. And then if things develop from that, for me, that's where I'm like, big gold star, I'm doing something right. This is work. Well, it's funny because I think you mentioned to me when we'd spoken once that you had had some issues with men when they wanted exclusive and were not okay when you were like, I, yeah. I, and you were honest. That I had that situation too, where I was very, very honest, very, very honest about what I wanted and what I didn't and was not looking for a relationship. And, and that's when people go, no, me too. No, I, I totally, I'm on the same page. And you realize they're not on the same page and they're just thinking, I'm going to wear her down and I'm going to change her mind. And that never, that never works. But you've had that situation. I did. So, um, you know, because I play in the space, I have to be sexually, I have to be very careful um, from a health perspective. And, you know, I'm tested regularly and I'm happy to share test results. And I expect the same of people who I want to play with. Right. And so, um, I'm also vigilant, obviously, about condoms and so on. And I, I find that actually, and weirdly, men, older men are less vigilant. And yet they want these long, I mean, they want these relationships. And it's very incongruous to me. It's sort of like, you can be, you can be sort of like hosy when it comes to sex. But then what you demand and command of your, like the woman is such a double standard, yeah. right? It's, it's so, it is so old school. Right. And so right out the gate, I met this wonderful man and um, 
I, I won't say like sexually, he like lit my world on fire, but you know, he, he was good. It wasn't bad. It was good. It was, I mean, but like good is, I mean, good is mediocre. Good is vanilla. I am not, I, I, you know, my profile says my least favorite flavor is vanilla. And like, if you think I'm talking about ice cream, then again, like you need, like you need right. to swipe left. Right. So, um, we had been together three times and, um, it came up about use. And I said, no, you have to wear a condom. And he said, well, I'm, I'm clean. And, and I'm guessing you're clean. And I said, I am clean. Um, and he said, and I mean, like, I feel like we're ready for exclusive. And I, I must've like bristled or frozen or my facial expression must've done something like, ma- like massive. So he just looked at me with like shock and horror and disgust in his eyes. And he sort of sat there frozen for a few minutes. And then he said, uh, I think I have my answer. And I said, what answer? And he said, um, to us not getting exclusive. And like, he couldn't speak. Right. And I just sort of sat there because there was no sense in fighting it. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I didn't mean this. Like he was getting it was getting it but he was shocked floored and didn't know what to do with it and he sort of said like maybe i should get up and i said okay and he said uh maybe i should leave and i frankly at the time i remember this like it happened yesterday i said oh like i wasn't really done yet (laughs) i'm kind of (laughs) i'm kind of still horny and he he looked at me like, what are you even talking about? You just told me I have to wear a condom. Then he just sort of said, like, I think I'm going to let myself out. And I said, oh, okay. Um, yeah, you you should do that because I'm going to play with one of my toys. Because I'm not done. But you had been clear, like, you had never said that you were only dating him when you first, I mean, you'd only been out three times, no. but... You had never said that. It was an assumption that he was making because that's what he wanted. And so he assumed that that's, that's what he wanted. Hmm. Yeah. And I will tell you, um, my profile has not evolved time since being single last, since becoming single last summer. Like my profile is my profile. I am who I am and I know what I want. And um, yeah, so, so the way it says, profile the way it captures it it's different mind you for different different i was just gonna ask i was just gonna um, ask you that i was just gonna ask (laughs) if your profiles were different if the people that you're meeting are different and how the different the people that you're meeting on the different sites for example you meet someone on bumble you meet someone at fetlife like there's got to be a difference in i would think in how they react to you well so yes and no Right. So what I will say is um, there are aspects of my profile that are on some sites that are not on others. Right. But if you go from least vanilla, your clear takeaway as a potential fuck partner for me is that um, like you get that. Right. I'll I'll digress for a second and say that. you know, I was, I was single and in my twenties, this was even, I mean, this predates everything, but, um, 
was single in my 20s and I was traveling on my own and I ended up in Israel and um, I decided to go south uh, to uh, to Club Medellin in, in a lot. And so I landed in Tel Aviv and I took the five hour midnight bus from Tel Aviv down to a lot. Okay. And I met this guy on the bus after I had sat down and put my, my backpack on the seat beside me, as if to say, like, this is, these are taken, like, don't, don't do it. Um, and, um, he sat down beside me and he was from Denmark and we sort of started chatting, even though I wanted to sleep, but it was, it was so chaotic and tumultuous, the bus ride. And at that time of night, and he then ended up peeling me a tangerine. And it was like, I don't know, somehow it was the universal, like it was the universal language for like, we're going to get it on. And so how we went from a peel tangerine that he shared with me to getting it on, but we did. Um, he was picking up what, I don't know, my vibe is all about. And, um, you know, before I knew it, there, there was, you know, a cock that was staring me in the face and like, what's a girl to do on a like five hour midnight bus ride, you know, when she sees, you know, a cock emerge. But this was like, this was like the most remarkable cock because it was pierced and I'd never seen a pierced cock in my life. And so like, you can only, well, you can only imagine, but maybe you can't imagine on the thoughts that are going through my, my head at the time. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, like, this is how one passes time on a five hour bus ride where um, periodically Arabs and Jews are getting into brawls on the bus and the bus driver's having to stop because there's also a lot of um, army militia on the bus that are, you know, moving across the country. And so there's lots of guns on this bus. And so I was completely oblivious to all of what was going on as soon as I saw that piercing. And I just thought, giddy up, like literally and figuratively, right? And I literally like jumped on and mounted him and it was just like go time, right? Um, and so I've never seen a Pierce cock since, and I really wanted to. And so on my most risque profile, I literally say um, uh, something to the effect of uh, PAs to the uh, PAs to the front of the line. Well, if you don't know what a PA is, which is a mm. Prince Albert, which is a pierced cock with the with the ring around the tip, um, if you don't know what that is, then it, that's a lot of information that sounds cool but doesn't really mean anything and so you know if if i come back to your question even around like the different experiences with different men on different sites so i will say that um because of how bold the profile is i get like i get the full gamut i get the guys who are really compatible with me and i get the guys who oh by the way are just like holy shit oh my god I, like this person's gonna help me do all the things I've done before I want to do and like this is this is gonna be like my entree point my my I don't know I don't I don't know that I'd go so far as to say red carpet but um yeah and I mean I know like in almost a heartbeat you know they're full of it this is not the space they play in they're uh, I don't want to say disingenuous but like they're being un inauthentic to mm -hmm. themselves and um not going to work and i you know i will say like i'm going to be too much for you i i had to say this to somebody recently like i am going to be too much to you for you i can tell and so it, it's going to kind of be a waste of, of time for like you and i and so i'm sure you're a really nice guy but 
Um, you need to find somebody like more suited to what you really like what you really want. Oh no, 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 no. I want this. I want well, this. they might uh, want it. And, it's well, like, they may, no, and they don't. may want it, but it's just like you said, it, it, it if they see you as, oh, okay, so this is gonna be new and exciting for them, but it's not gonna be a whole lot of fun for you. I mean, that's the thing, right? If somebody wants to if somebody is very vanilla, it's if somebody has been very traditional and basic in the bedroom and then they meet somebody who has a whole bag of tricks and they're like, oh, I'm going to try some new things. Okay, but that's, you're not a teacher. This isn't, you're not, you know, you're not no. looking to, to teach anyone. It, go on your own. Like, let them get some practice and <laughs> and figure out their shit and then come back to you. You know, you don't, you don't want an amateur. It's pretty, it's really funny with that. So let me ask you, okay, go yeah, ahead. That's it. Yeah, no, I just go for it. Well, I, I think that... <laughs> Okay, I'm zipping no, no, my no, mouth. Let's go. No, I was just going to say that just from the beginning, when we said that there are women there who are going to find themselves in this situation, not necessarily as uh, sexual or, or open as you are, and maybe I have been, but um, afraid, afraid of showing themselves as they are thinking that they have to go out thinking, what does the other person want me to be? Like, I, I think that's too many times, probably anybody in dating, but I think especially with women, it is, we are told, don't be too loud. Don't be too this. Don't be too whatever. Don't be, don't say too much, but say enough. there's just look like this and not like this. And, and, and I think that there's so many women who feel like, oh my God, it's just, I, it's never gonna, it's, it's too much work and they're not going to like me. They go into every situation. Is this person going to like me? Is this person going to be attracted to me? Instead of saying, hmm, I wonder if I'm going to like that person. I wonder if I'm going to be attracted to that right. person. Um, so what kind of advice would you give to women who might be struggling with that? How do you have that confidence in a society that's saying you have to look a certain way that you think is what's attractive, that certain body types are attractive, that a certain demeanor is more attractive. How do you fight that? And what would you tell other women? Sure. So it's a great question. Ultimately, what I love to say to people who are recently out of a relationship is above all else, um, yourself, fall back in love with yourself first, right? Because if you're, if you're in love with yourself, then you are less inclined to ask that question, which you ended on, which is what's it going to take or how do I make myself? And the answer is you don't have to, right? You just need to be you. Um, but you know, there are sort of like, I don't want to call them three golden rules, but they're the, the advice that I give is basically, um, for a healthier approach, you need to you need to have the love for yourself, and you need to be willing to date um, multiple people, right? So I am a proponent of non-monogamy, right? I take it, you know, much much many more steps further in terms of um, I'm 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 actively dating. I don't know, it's the right word, but like I I have a model, and we can talk about my model in a second. But you know, my model is. Um, made up of multiple partners that I have, right? And when I say to women, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be sleeping with all of them, but here's what you need to do. You need to have multiple people that you are willing to be talking to, dating, sleeping with, going for coffee, like whatever your comfort zone is for what you want to do. You need to be doing it with multiple people because guess what? There's less pressure. You will not become fixated on any one person 
it's less idyllic. It's more realistic. And allows you to have fun. Like you're just, you're just meeting a whole bunch of people and you're letting organically happen what, what might happen. Mm -hmm. The second piece of advice that I would say is be present and only think about like today, like now, right? So dispense with all the expectations that, um, you know, um, he's got children. I didn't want somebody with children, but like, when do children come into the mix? Like far down the line, right? Um, he doesn't live close to me. He lives too close to me. Um, you know, he works, I don't work. I'm retired. Like all these things where it's, it, it may very possibly never be, um, even an issue because like you're going out presumably with this person for this one time. Like you just need to be in the moment right now, today, put away your fucking phone. Right. And just enjoy the time that you are with that person. And like the reality is too, to keep in mind, like at this stage in our lives, we all have baggage. So we're all coming to this with Mm -hmm. shit, right? Some of us have more, some of us have less, some of us have done a better job working through it versus not, but like just in that moment, just enjoy this person sitting in front of you. Don't think about like what you need to go and do when you get home or, you know, um, how many quotes you need to get for um, the repair of the roof. Like, fuck, that shit does not count right now. Just listen to this person. And if 10 minutes in, you're like, oh my God, the voice of like the sound of his voice is driving me bananas. Okay, well, guess what? You like, you. that's okay to realize and go, I cannot listen to this man for like another five minutes. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to escape or like whatever you need to do. Right. But I mean, Mm -hmm. you you, just be present. Okay, fine. And then third thing that I think is like one of the biggest strikes for, for anyone dating right now is this like whole thing about age, right? Age is this huge factor and it allows people to get like really wrapped up in this idea that, um, this person is a certain age and therefore compatible, not compatible. And, and the reality is um, we need, we need to dispense with that. Like, you know, beyond just it's a number. So I'll tell you, like my own philosophy is, is sort of like the following. I had thought about time when I was the happiest that I thought I was the happiest. And I then said to myself, how long was that for? So in my case, you know, not a long time. I would say that up until now or previous to now, I had been happy for five years. And then if you figure you can get to that same place again, that bliss, that happiness, if you're capable of that, then the reality is like, that's your max period that you should be thinking about in terms of, you know, have you, I've only ever been happy for five years. So if I think about the next, the next thing that I am in, and it only sustains me for five years, then who cares about what the person's age is? I think there's a lot of fear attached to that, which is what, what is so, is behind so many things with relationships. I think there are people, as I'm listening to you say this, I think there are people who will sacrifice really amazing experiences because 
they are looking for the safety and the security that they need that comes from something long-term. So you may have uh, this incredible experience with somebody who is much older than you because you are only thinking about the now and that could last five years. It could last six months. It can last six weeks and he could rock your world for six weeks and it could be amazing. And then you go on to the next right. person and that could be incredible for two months. And then you can go to the next one and you can have all these amazing fun experiences, but there are other people who won't let themselves experience that because they would rather have the, it's okay. Like I remember bumping into a woman at the grocery store once. We were both newly single and she said, you know, we just want someone nice, right? And I went, no, <laughs> that's not, <laughs> nope, I don't want just somebody, what is that? No, but that was their thing. It's right. like, it's okay. Like they'll be okay with okay. Because if, if it's going to last, then they would rather stay with, all right, forever than to have all these little experiences because they're afraid of being alone in the end. And I think that there's so much of that where it, you're not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of that. Um, I would rather have shorter interactions that are memorable and fun and exciting and enjoyable than to settle, to let fear make me settle for something that's not going to keep me excited or, or fulfill me or anything like that. And, and that's what I was saying originally too, with, with dating, I feel like you, the, the idea is to, you go out and if. And if it's great and you both want to see each other again, then you go out again. And then the second time, if you find, right, oh, that was great. And we're enjoying, let's do that again. And it's, it's really date by date by date. It's not that. And sometimes, you know, yes. right away, no, it's just not good. So thank you. And it was a nice night and that's it. But it doesn't have to be, okay, you like each other. So now is this going to be, what's this going to be? Let it evolve and, and figure out. But yeah, there's, a, there's. But exactly. that's where the confidence in who you are comes into play. That's where, like you said, you have to be okay with you at, to allow yourself to have yes. fun because God, life is hard. <laughs> and there's so many things that aren't fun. And especially yeah. as an adult, man, you know, adulting is not what it's cracked up to be. So if you can find the fun, that's what I'm all about. Find the fun, then, then you know, do it. Live your life, live life loud. That's, that's the key. So yes. what would give me something that you want to, well, first of all, before you leave, I want you to tell people how to get in touch with you. And also just, is there anything that sure. you really want, any point that you really want to get across to people? So I, th I, I think, you know, one of the things I definitely want to say is that um, I'm, I'm the extreme, right? Arguably so in terms of how I'm living. Um, but there's nothing stopping from a woman who, like you said, is not at all looking for what I want, um, and just really maybe wants to settle and find somebody okay, right? There's nothing wrong with employing the same tactics, right? Multiple dating until you like can lock and load somebody and they can lock and load you, right? So that, that approach around non-monogamy, you don't have to fuck them all, but you know, like you just, you just have to like have a good time with multiple people like friends, right? Um, the, the other thing that I'll say about, on this topic of like non-monogamy or non-exclusivity is this idea that, you know, um, we as human beings are primal, right? And uh, one of the things that it takes to sustain us is food, right? oxygen, water, sex. Okay. And we do not, we do not eat the same foods all day, every day, 
for like years, weeks, months, years on end. Okay. Yet somehow we have uh, conditioned ourselves socially to be willing to sleep with, fuck, you know, be intimate with the same person over and over and over for all of our life. Okay, fine. There is safety in that. I get that. Um, but there's a lot of this open, open marriages, open relationships where people are starting to explore this more because guess what? It's natural. So to the woman who's out there, who is going, oh my God, this, this woman's a freak and I can't do what she's doing. And I just want, I just want a nice guy named Dave. Who's going to like hang with me and hang is really going to mean sit on the couch and watch Netflix. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say again, non-monogamy think about what are your food choices like and why can't your dating choices mirror them okay be present be present and enjoy your life like we're all gonna die i think the the living through a pandemic definitely demonstrated to us that life is short it's precious and we just truly don't know what's around the corner right so enjoy it and and have no expectations because Look, we all know if you have expectations, you could then be disappointed. And in the absence of having expectations, you're never going to be disappointed. And oh, by the way, isn't that way more fun and exciting? So now you're living a fun and exciting life, not because you're crazy, but because you're just doing some really basic things. And then forget about this fucking thing called age, which leads me to, um, you know, if you if you need to want to get in touch with me. I have um, set up a new Instagram handle that is um, 15, the number 15 and the word up, UP, followed by 15 and the word down. So 15UP, 15DOWN. And so what the hell is 15 up, 15 down? It's, it's kind of, you know, part of my mantra, which is to say at, at this age, I believe 51 is the sweet spot for women who are dating and at this age, I can go for the very first time, I can go 15 up, <laughs> right, to 66, and I can go 15 down, you do the math. And for the first time ever, um, the dating pool is actually ladies who are in your 50s. It is the largest it has ever been. Interesting. So stop complaining about how there, there's nobody out there. There are tons of people and now that dating pool is bigger than it's ever been for you. So just like stop with the nonsense and get out there. Like that's that's a yes. Interesting. Wow. Okay, so 15 up, 15 down on Instagram. And people can just reach out and get some advice and get some tips and hear your story. Absolutely. And you're doing some writing and you're gonna yes. share yes. that some more. Okay, that's awesome. So I I appreciate this conversation because I do think there's so much fear. I do hear from men, men and women everybody who who has some fear or trepidation when they go into dating and i just i think we need to take the seriousness out of it i really do i think just yes just have fun and let it be and and just meet people and allow yourself that without the rules screw the rules right we we need to be honest with ourselves want to have fun and um you go out with the goal of having fun. Trust me, it is all you will attract. Perfect. There you go. Thank you so much for, for chatting Love with it. me. Sherry Cohen doing it her way. Thank you. And everyone, thanks for listening. And remember pleasure. to uh, like and subscribe.
Thank you. All right. You're awesome. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. That was great.